Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Andrea Wilson, Executive Director of PATH. And Tyler, people attempting to help very special week at hand, PATH Week. We're going to talk about that and everything else that PATH is up to these days. Good morning, Andrea. Great to have you with us. Good morning, John. Thanks so much for having me. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Andrea, I don't know how many shows I have done with PATH over the years. I, I've lo I lost track long ago for I don't know how many different radio stations, but this one for the last several years. And every year we try and get you in just as PATH Week is kicking off. And it's a very special, as I said, very special celebration and fundraising effort where there are people who are honored for their hard work on behalf of your agency. Let's lay the groundwork first. What is PATH? What's your mission? Uh, who you are, what you do, and maybe just a little bit of history leading up to the present day. Absolutely. John, PATH has been around since 1985. So we're celebrating 36 years this year of a local nonprofit who was put together by a group of people who wanted to do a better job of taking care of our vulnerable neighbors than what we were doing before. And Gertrude Windsor was feeding people out of the back door of her kitchen and gathered a group of pastors together and said, boys, we can do better than this. And that's exactly what she did. She began this nonprofit who is locally funded, locally founded to meet the needs here in Tyler. And Gertrude Windsor, a very prominent person in the community and not a youngster at that time. She was in her 90s when she founded PATH. Absolutely. And, you know, I never had the chance to know Mrs. Windsor, but I can just imagine a 90-year-old lady gathering a bunch of boys together, as she called them, and said, we can do better than this. And everybody jumped on board and then began what is now known as PATH People Attempting to Help. And you know, our programs and services have evolved over time, but our heart for what we do in serving our neighbors hasn't changed. I, I believe Mrs. Windsor would be proud of the work that we're still doing here in PATH 36 years later. You won't get any argument from me on that, and I don't think you'll get any argument from anybody else that I've ever crossed paths with. And your mission, you seek to restore hope with a personalized approach to empower your East Texas neighbors to thrive in the community. Uh, one key word there is neighbors. Used to be clients, now it's neighbors. And uh, the saying, not a hand up, but a hand out. Uh, not, not a hand out, but a hand up. Excuse me, why, how, how did I get that mixed up? But uh, uh, helping people help themselves has just really been the key to your success over the years. You know, absolutely. John, we work really hard to develop a place where people can come in our door because it's hard to take those 20 steps from the parking lot into our front door. And once they get there, we're going to make sure that they're treated well. And we may not be able to tangibly give them what they need, but we can definitely treat them well, let them know that they matter to us, and connect them with other services in the community. And that's what we do on a personalized level, one-on-one -on -one with folks in a private office where they can help begin to develop a relationship with our caseworkers who want to extend a, a prayer or a hug or a service to someone in need. Very good. Okay, we've laid the groundwork. We're going to get into some of the specifics of what you do on a day-in, day-out basis a little later on. But uh, what we have to talk about right now is PATH Week. PATH Week is 
been a part of PATH's activities I, uh, either from the beginning or almost from the beginning. Absolutely. It's definitely something that our community has learned that in September we're going to dedicate a week to telling the story of PATH. And then we culminate that with a luncheon, which this year will be held on September 9th from 1130 to 1 o'clock at Green Acres Baptist Church Crosswalk Center. And um, Path Week basically is the first full week of September traditionally, I believe, and this year is no exception. So you have the luncheon coming up again, 1130 in the morning, September 9th. That's, um, we'll see, what day of the week is that? It's a Thursday. Thursday. Okay. <laughs> don't have my calendar in front of me at the Green Acres Baptist Church Crosswall Conference Center. And uh, tickets, tickets still available, and how do Absolutely. you get them? Absolutely, we much have are tickets they? still available on our website at pathhelps.org. Those tickets are $50 a piece for lunch tickets. And um, we, we welcome you to go online and get a ticket and join us for lunch on Thursday. We've got lots of stories to share about the work that PATH has done over the years and what we're currently doing now in a look ahead. Let's talk about the arrangements. COVID-19 still, unfortunately, very much upon us. Uh, PATH has continued to work within that frame of reference and work around it ever since the beginning. And there are going to be certain things people are going to need to know when they come to lunch with you on September the 9th. You have uh, masking protocols, social distancing. Exactly what's that going to look like when they come in? Absolutely. We are going to have masks provided at the service for those who feel most comfortable and wish to wear a mask our staff will all be wearing masks while we're greeting folks and really we're going to space those tables out in such a way that we're able to make people as comfortable as they need to be in order to enjoy themselves and sit back and listen to the stories that we're going to tell okay and you have several honorees and um i believe were these all put off from last year they were okay. they were we're just kind of doing a revisit of last year it would have been our 35th anniversary uh-huh and it coincided with first prez's 150th anniversary and first presbyterian church has been a wonderful partner to path from the very beginning and continues to be on this day to this day and so we really want to honor that and so they will be the recipient of our 2021 gertrude windsor award we are talking to andrea wilson executive director of path people attempting to help i'm john sims this is in focus let's get a little uh, recap of how you can get in touch of course we talked about the website a moment ago that's pathhelps.org they're located at 402 west front street right downtown phone number is nine 9- 0357 path or 7284 and if you want social media you got social media facebook twitter youtube and instagram and also we want to clarify the hours are as of i think maybe sometime in the late spring or early summer back to regular hours 8 a.m to 6 p.m monday through thursday absolutely we briefly shortened our hours during covid to accommodate our volunteers and staff's needs but we are back to our regular service monday through thursday eight to six all righty along with the gertrude windsor award that's going to first presbyterian church you have three emeritus board members that you're going to honor these are the uh, actually four um uh, if you uh, lump rosemary and harold beard together as a co- as uh, two separate people or a co- any way you want to look at it but actually four emeritus board members absolutely and um 
these are the ones who are still living. In the past, I think you told me you were you honored emeritus board members who had passed away. This year, you're honoring the ones who are still with us after 36 years. We mentioned Rosemary and Harold Beard. Who are the others? You know, the our emeritus board members, it is a lifetime board appointment, and we reserve that for persons who, in particular, have been at the foundation of PATH since the very beginning. And so along with Rosemary and Harold Beard, we will be honoring Cecil Ward and the very Reverend M.L. Agnew. And this is just really um, to honor folks who have been involved with the founding of PATH and donors to PATH and volunteers and former board members to PATH all the way back from 1985. Mm -hmm. I know Reverend M.L. Agnew was the uh, priest at Christ Episcopal Church back in those days where you, I I guess that was the first place that you had as any kind of an, uh, what they would call today a pop-up office. Absolutely, in the basement. That was our very first location. Mm -hmm. Rosemary and Harold Beard been around a long time. I've known Harold Beard since I moved to Tyler in 1989 and Cecil Ward also. And uh, are these folks still active with PATH to any degree? They're very active with PATH, absolutely. Okay, so after 36 years, they uh, haven't put the brakes on. All the more reason to honor them, Meredith board members, right, very Reverend M.L. Agnew, Cecil Ward, and Rosemary and Harold Beard, and then the Gertrude Windsor Award winner is going to be First Presbyterian Church. And one more time, let's get the location and the time of that Path Week luncheon. Absolutely. It will be held at Green Acres Baptist Church in the Crosswalk Center, September 9th. That's a Thursday at 1130 a.m. All right. Tickets, $50 apiece. You can get them online at uh, pathhelps.org, and um, if you're not... Uh, web savvy, you can always give PATH a call at 903-597-PATH or 7284. Physical location, of course, 402 West Front Street. Now we get into why all of this is so important about the things you do every day to uh, serve your neighbors and to mm, just build the relationships that we've talked about and that we'll continue to talk about in one way or another during the course of the show today. One thing that pops right up on the website and it's because of COVID-19, your collaboration with Smith County to provide families whose income was impacted by COVID with homeless prevention assistance, including rental assistance and utility assistance. This is a temporary program and it's federally funded. Tell us basically how that works. Basically, the program was funded by the Treasury Department and Smith County received that funding and asked PATH to do the day-to-day work to determine eligibility and distribute that to our community. Folks whose income was affected by COVID-19, whether that was early on in the pandemic or those new folks who are currently being affected by COVID as we see another surge. That definitely has been a program that's been a huge benefit, not only to our families, who we've been able to keep housed, over 700 of them, Mm -hmm. but also to our local landlords who are business owners here in this community and have extended the opportunity for families to live in their property due to their circumstances, and they owe quite a bit of back rent. And so those landlords have worked with families, and we're doing our best to get that funding to them as quickly as possible. Uh, Talking to Andrea Wilson, Executive Director of PATH, people attempting to help. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. And as we were chit-chatting before we went to air, uh, you mentioned that uh, the federal government 
decided that you should be the recipients of these funds because of your track record and your good stewardship and the results you've gotten from uh, the way you've used money in the past. Talk a little bit about that and the trust that the community and even all the way up to the federal government has put in your agency over the years. Absolutely. PATH has offered rent assistance for the last 20 years and have we've been very good stewards of that money. We're very careful about how we determine eligibility to make sure that the folks that are receiving those funds are actually the ones who are in the greatest need. So we do have a really long history of distributing rent funds and doing that well. So when Smith County came to us and asked us to get this program up and running, they knew that we would be able to do that fairly quickly because of our experience. And we were able to get it going very quickly. Mm, so actually it was the county that picked PATH. The federal funds came to the county and the county said uh, PATH is the one that needs to do that. Absolutely. Just for clarification purposes. But it still says pretty much the same thing, I think. Uh, rental assistance, utility assistance, over 700 families that you've helped so far. First of all, how does someone apply for these funds? We have a website specific to those funds. It is PATH Rent Help dot org okay you can go directly to that where it lists all of the eligibility criteria and you can go ahead and fill out an online application and our team of caseworkers who work specifically towards this will be in touch with you to do another more in-depth screening to determine your eligibility there's also a link on our regular pathhelps.org website to get you straight there mm -hmm. and so there you go again not a, a hand out but a hand up i'm going to get that right before the end of the show uh you you really want to help your neighbors but there uh, everything you do involves some kind of a vetting process you just want to make sure that you're hitting the people who uh can come through from their end and at least do their part and then you'll work with them any way you can absolutely on all fronts. absolutely many of our programs have that are financial assistance programs we're very careful we want to be good stewards of the funds that we receive and if you come into path and you tell us that you're hungry we're going to make sure that we get you groceries uh -huh. but some of the other things like our utility and our rent assistance there's a little more stringent eligibility criteria that must be met and that's where that one-on-one -on -one personalized conversation with a caseworker comes into play mm -hmm. so you've helped over 700 families so far with this emergency program and i'll bet you're anticipating quite a few more and um i think you said earlier that um the program will continue until the money runs out and still quite a few opportunities for people to uh sign on to that if they so desire and if they're eligible absolutely we we have about 50 people a day that are going on to our website filling out our application so that is definitely a very hard-working department at PATH, which is not unlike any of the rest of our departments. Mm. But we did have to staff this one up very quickly. We now have step seven staff members who are helping to distribute those funds and determine eligibility. Mm -hmm. Andrea Wilson is the executive director of PATH. She's visiting with us this morning as we kick off PATH Week on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Paths at 402 West Front Street, right downtown, 903-597-PATH or 7284 for those last four um, characters. Um, you can use an online contact form if you want to send an email. Pathhelps.org is the website, and there's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram if you uh, care to take your pick of social media. 
Um, moving into what you do on a day-in, day-out basis, PATH Emergency Services. Now, you have rent and utility assistance that's unrelated to COVID. Tell us how that works, too. Absolutely. We do have rent assistance year-round that is specific to folks who, under normal circumstances, they're able to pay rent with their own income. But life handed them something that was unexpected, whether that be a car repair uh, an ill child, some other unexpected expense that they might not have been able to plan for. And so we sit down one-on-one, -on -one, spend about an hour learning about what that family's current situation is, whether that be their income, their expenses, to determine are we able to assist with that one month's rent. So it's really targeted assistance to families who normally are able to make it on their own, but they've hit a pothole and they're going to be okay once we get them across that. And so these are generally folks who are really hardworking folks. They just have high housing expenses, low wages, and not enough to be able to save for that rainy day. So you get an $800 car repair that you need to get you back and forth to work. And so you don't have $800 to spend for your rent. And so that's where we step in to get them over that hump. Mm -hmm. over that hump and um, this was something that was on my mind as we were actually starting the show and you were telling me a little bit about what PATH does in general terms uh, it can happen to anybody I mean you can be flying high one day and the next day a couple of things have gone wrong in your life and PATH is ready to help you and very cognizant of situations like that and that's where it, uh, it comes in you you really if i understand correctly can't be judgmental you've just got to uh, be able to uh, get an honest assessment of a person's needs regardless of uh, whether they were doing really really well five days ago and you're ready to help them and uh, kind of walk and talk them through the whole process yeah absolutely john i, I have a, a man that i remember from one of my earliest times helping with case management and rent assistance because one of my favorite things to do is to sit down and work one-on-one -on -one with our families and he asked me a question that really changed my perspective he said have you ever sat on the other side of this desk Mm. And I looked at him and I said, no, sir, I haven't, but I am one medical nightmare away from sitting on the other side of the desk. And I am so glad there are organizations like PATH that are here that can step in and help you at this time. You bet. Moving on to the emergency services, there's the food pantry you mentioned a minute ago. If somebody's hungry, you're going to feed them. Uh, tell us a little bit about the food pantry. I've uh, visited there a few times myself, and uh, you're always well stocked. Tell us how that works. Absolutely. We have the largest choice food pantry here in Tyler. Folks can come in and receive food assistance from us once a month. Our homeless friends can come in every two weeks. It is a choice food pantry, which is not quite unlike a grocery store that you may go to. They're given a certain number of items that they're able to get based on their family size, and they get to go and shop with their grocery cart just like you might at a local grocery store and get what it is that they need for their family. Mm -hmm. And you have some other programs that I believe are relatively new depending on how you define new i know they, right. haven't, they haven't been around since the beginning it's part of your evolution first of those is going to be prescription assistance and i believe that involves a 
strong partnership that you have. Of course, a lot of it is about partnerships, but tell us how that works. Absolutely. Our prescription assistance program, we also received some funding from Smith County for that, where we're able to help families once a year with a prescription, and we partner with some local pharmacies to get the best price that we can on those life-saving medications often. Our second prescription program is a long-term prescription program where we work with our clients' doctors who are able to connect them with pharmaceutical companies, patient assistance programs where based on their income, they may be eligible to receive their diabetes medication or their high blood pressure medication, those long-term medications with no cost to them for a year. Mm-hmm. Andrea Wilson, Executive Director of PATH, People Attempting to Help, and Tyler is our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, and this is an income-based service available by telephone. Um, is that uh, really is that the only way they can access it, or is there a way of uh, gaining information through the website? Or they can't gain information. They, there's no application on the website for a prescription assistance okay. program. But it's one of the th- changes that we did make in the last year in order to keep folks who may be unhealthy and contagious out of our office. And so we're able to do most of that online and by telephone, and it really does save them a lot of time, especially when they're getting those medications for flu or for COVID, for example. Okay, and again, that phone number is 903-597-7284. We'll give the website out again, pathhelps.org. And uh, I believe pretty much the same policy goes for your dental and vision programs. Let's talk a little bit about the dental program. That's a dental line that operates first Wednesday of each month, I believe. That is correct. We have that coming up this week. And we have 22 dentists that we partner with who extend um, dental procedures to our community at no cost to them. Some of them do more than one dental procedure, so we can usually help 30 folks who may be in pain and they need a tooth extracted. And we work with those dentists one-on-one and they're so gracious to extend that service as a part of this community. Very good. And then you have a vision program. You partner with East Texas Lighthouse for the Blind, Dr. Jean Bennett and iMart Express. Very strong partnership there. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that so, you know, dental needs and vision needs are always really high when we do the community assessments of what folks need. So we are able to assist with getting eye exams and eyeglasses, and then from time to time, more extensive things like retina surgery, for example. And so some of the things that we're able to do on a regular basis always are those glasses and eye exams. But we love the opportunity to be able to go further than that because that was the intention of the program is how do we find something that can save someone's vision early on. Mm-hmm. And I should mention that all the programs we're going to be talking about, they're talking that we're talking about right now and we'll be talking about in the next few minutes, uh, all the information is available on that website, the basic information, pathhelps.org. And, uh, of course, you can follow up with a phone call after that, and you have that email option as well uh, with the online contact form. Uh, Housing programs, you have two of those, the transitional housing and the supportive housing. Probably uh, best if we start off with the supportive housing, I guess, PATH Community Homes. Okay, tell us how that works. Yeah, PATH owns 52 properties that form the foundation of our housing programs, be that our supportive housing or our transitional housing. Now, supportive housing generally are folks who are going to need some kind of case management wraparound services in addition to 
affordable rent rates for an extended period of time. Our transitional housing is different. We also have our case managers who work one-on-one -on -one with families who have come to us and said, I don't want to be in this situation in three years. Can you help me get there? I'm ready to make a change in my life. Uh -huh. And so we partner with them and help them get to where they want to be. All righty. I notice if you go to the website, Path Community Homes, pretty much cut and dried. It's like one paragraph's worth. A transitional housing program is three paragraphs long. And I'm sure there was a reason for that. There are quite a few hoops that people have to jump through. I'm sure it's well worth it if they're really in need. But uh, you provide strength-based case management for a period of 24 months. And there is a lot of vetting, as is always the case with you, and a lot of work that goes into walking people through this process. Tell us, if you would, again, how important it is for you to work closely in this particular program with your neighbors to make sure that they're getting the most out of it and that PATH is operating at its maximum efficiency as well. Absolutely. You know, PATH has properties that rent at about half the fair market rate here in Tyler. And there, there's not a lot of affordable housing options here. So we always have a pretty long wait list for that. So as we work through that wait list, we're specifically looking for families who not only want a lower rent rate, but they also want to move and transition into stability on their own outside mm -hmm. of PATH. And so those are the families that we target this particular program to. Are they ready to make a change? And they'll work one-on-one -on -one and develop a relationship with one of our caseworkers who becomes their advocate and works side-by-side -side and sometimes pushes them beyond their comfort level uh -huh. to help them get to where they want to be. And that's why it says the uh, weekly visits ensure that the family stays motivated and committed. I guess that sort of ties in with pushing them a little bit out of their comfort zone. Uh, Absolutely. Really looking at making a long-term positive change. Absolutely. And, you know, there's been so many successes through that program to date. We've had 17 families that have graduated from that program into home ownership. 100% of those homeowners have been housed from the time they left us until now, which is a fantastic rate, if you will. Not only does it change the life of that immediate family, the mom and her children, but it also gives those children the ability to hope and dream that homeownership may be a way, maybe something that they can have in their future. And so we believe that we're changing generations, not just that one family. Very important to note. And I also wanted to note there's a, a little bit of different contact information for the transitional housing program. Nikki Pennington, I believe, is the person in charge of that. You can get in touch with uh, Nikki at Nikki underscore Pennington at pathhelps.org or call 903-617-2826, 903-617-2826. If you use the online contact form or call the main number, you'll get there. But that's a better way of connecting directly with Nikki Pennington if you want to know more about or um, actually tie yourself in on that transitional housing program. Uh, Andrea, we have a few minutes left in the show. And... Let's talk a little bit about the future for PATH. Um, we've, we've had COVID-19, we have a growing community, we have a constantly evolving and shifting picture of 
poverty and need in the Tyler Smith County area. And even I think you do a little work in some of the surrounding counties as well, or at least have in the past. Uh, what lies ahead for PATH? If you can look ahead maybe a year from now, do you see yourselves doing pretty much the same things you've been doing as nearly as you can tell, possibly expanding services? What does that look like to you? John, I am so excited to look forward to to PATH. What does it look like in the next year to three years? We've learned over the course of 2020 that there are a lot of folks who cannot get to us. So we hope to be able to partner with some pantries on the edges of our service area and bring those wraparound services, the prescription assistance, the vision assistance, rent, utility, all of those things to someone else's food pantry that they're already doing really well. So we're, we're working with our partners to broaden our reach, if you will. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot in the business and in the, the nonprofit world about strategic planning, and I know you've done that under that specific name or under that specific banner in the past, but I guess the strategic planning never really stops. You always have to be looking at the constant changes in need around the community. Absolutely, and one of the things that we've learned over the last few years is such a a need for folks who lack the ability to get to our downtown right. brick and mortar location and so we want to reach out and meet that need in a different way what does that look like is that a pop-up location somewhere else is that a partnership with another food pantry on the edges of our service area lots of things in plans for the future so we are very excited looking ahead mm-hmm. well we've gotten down to where we have about a minute left to go in the show and i'm going to take it for just a couple of minutes here and to take a chance to operate uh, to remind everybody about the path week luncheon coming up thursday september 9th green acres baptist church crosswalk and you had something to say i did john i got that ticket price wrong i said fifty dollars it turns out it's forty dollars so that's even better news okay we'll repeat that forty dollars a ticket Green Acres Baptist Church Path Week Luncheon on Thursday, September 9th at 11.30. One more time, just to make up for lost time, $40 a ticket. Always good to close the show with good news. Andrea, it's been a pleasure visiting with you. Thank you for all the great information about Path and Path Week. Uh, have a great luncheon, and thanks for visiting with us this morning. Thank you so much for the chance to be here, John. You bet. Andrea Wilson with Path, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. And as always, we'll see you again next week on In Focus.